name is Jonathan Nato, and I'm a blind guy. Hey, everybody. My name is Hamad Zaidi, and I have a disability. This is Limping on Cloud9. It is. Today, man, I want to talk about how I met the amazing director-writer Richard Linklater. Nice. You know, for those of you who are like, well, who's that? Come on. You have to know who Rick is. His new movie is called Last Flag Flying. That's just now coming out with mm. Steve Carell, Lawrence Fishburne, and Brian Cranston. Love Steve Carell. Yeah, me too. I love all three of those guys. They're yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, Rick's last movie was Boyhood, the one that took him 13 years to shoot. My wife loved that movie. We we watched, He did two other ones prior to that, right? Or no, I might be I might be mixing two people up. Um, no, no, no. He did many movies before that, but Boyhood was a movie that he that he followed the uh, lead, the boy, for like 12 yeah, years. that's from right, the ages that's right. Of, right, from yeah. the age of 5 to 17 or did 6 to 18 Did he also do Dazed and Confused? He did. He did Dazed and Confused. His first movie was Slacker. He did a lot of amazing films. I love Dazed right? and Confused. <laughs> yeah, me too. In fact, you know, I think it's still my favorite Rick Linklater movie. I love uh, Matthew uh, Conaghy's uh, character in that movie. That the, like older kind of sort of a sleazebag guy. Like, <laughs> yep, absolutely, absolutely. So let, yeah, me too. So let's dive into this, man. Yeah, I yeah. want to tell you how I met the guy. Yeah. Okay. So in 1987, I was at Austin Community College as a student before I went to UT Austin. Okay. And I took a, back then I was a finance major trying to go to business school. Yeah. But film was always my love, right? So I took a film appreciation class at ACC from a professor named Chale Nafis, who, for those of you who follow this podcast, is the same professor that got me and my sister Dolly to go to um, Nikki Katz New Year's Eve party. Yes. And you have to listen right? to that episode. Yeah, yeah, that episode is so much fun. It's, it's episode 10, I think. And it's at where I met Adam Goldberg and Nikki Cat, and uh, me and Dolly and Charlie were there. It was amazing. So anyway, we were only there because they were in Rick's movie. In fact, both of those guys were in uh, Suburbia. Oh, okay, okay, yep. Right? So I'm pretty sure that's a film. Yeah, that's a film they were in. No, no, no. And both of guys. No, wait a minute. I'm totally wrong. Nikki Cat was in Suburbia. Both of those guys were in Days and Confused. I don't remember that, Nikki Cat's in it. Maybe I'm totally wrong. <laughs> Hold on. No, they I, had, I, I no, can, no, no. I can, they I were. Be they totally had a fight scene in Days and Confused. Oh, okay. They, they okay. were. Yep, yep. They were. Okay, okay. It's this amazing fight scene where, where it looks so real. It looks like they actually got in a fight. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. right? You're right. Okay. So they were, and I'm right, dude. I'm right. I'm not even going to edit this part out. Cause no, I'm you right. shouldn't, because I'm, I'm always totally wrong. I'm that person where I'm like, hey, who's that Who's that actor? You know, he played this guy on the movie, and they're like, oh, you mean Jim Carrey? I'm like, yeah, yeah, him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, the funny guy, the funny guy. Like, I never so, know their real names. I always refer to them as their character. <laughs> right, exactly. So in 87, I took this film appreciation class with Charlie Nafis. At the end of the class, he comes to me, uh, Professor Nafis, and he says, you kind of have a knack for this. You might want to look into this as a career. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. So long story short, and I'm cutting out the parts that don't matter that much. Eight years later, in the spring of 94, I was actually graduating UCLA film school with my master's degree. Nice. You know, I was graduating the producer's program at UCLA. So for spring break, 
I got a wild hair, and I wanted to do something crazy and fun. So guess what I did, man? You didn't go to Daytona Beach. I did not go to Daytona Beach. <laughs> that, would have been, that would have been a blast. I, I wrangled a buddy of mine from UCLA Film School, and I said, hey, Dan, let's drive to Austin, Texas. Have you ever been to Austin? And he's like, no. And I said, let's go to Austin, Texas, dude. Let's just go. And he was game. So we actually drove from L.A. to Austin, which is, you know, like 20 hours. It's, 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 it's a ways. Yeah. It's yeah. a long ways. Right. My reason for doing it was to find Chale to see if he's still teaching and to go up to him and say, do you remember me? You encouraged me eight years ago to get into the film school. And now I'm graduating UCLA Film School, so That's I wanted cool. to thank you. That, that must that be cool. That, so obviously you must have run into him. Well, we'll see. <laughs> right? So uh, this is another funny part of the story. I actually drive a stick shift, and I know I've told you that before. Right? Yeah. So I, I'm able to drive a stick shift car. Yeah. So back then my car was a Nissan 240SX. Nice. Yeah, a stick. As me and Dan start driving to Austin, we're like three or four hours out of California. Yeah. And he turns to me and I go, hey, Dan, so just let me know when you want to drive. <laughs> He's like, I don't drive a stick. Oh, man. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And he goes, I don't drive a stick. And I'm like, man, I'm like this disabled guy driving a stick shift to Texas. <laughs> You might, maybe you should have told me you don't drive a stick because now I'm going to have to drive all by myself. Right, right, right. But it was all good, man. Dan's a great guy. He's now an author and he lives in uh, you should have, England. You should have told Dan to turn in his man card. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so we're driving to Texas. We get to Austin. I go to ACC. I go ACC, Austin Community yeah, College. Yeah, yep. I go to the head department, the film area, and I say, does, does uh, Professor Nafis still work here? And they go, of course he does. In, in fact, he's in his, his uh, you know, office right now. Oh, that's you can cool. Go see him. Awesome timing. Awesome timing. So <laughs> I rolled into his office, and I'm like, excuse me, Professor Nafis, do you remember me? And he goes, Hamad. And I'm like, I guess you remember me. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? And I said, I live in Los Angeles, and I just wanted to thank you because you encouraged me eight years ago to pursue film, and now I am, right? Yeah. I'm I'm graduating UCLA. So he was blown away, completely blown away. And then he goes, I don't know what time it was, maybe 10 or or 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And then he goes, what are you doing tonight? At, at like five o'clock or four o'clock, and I said, I don't know. And he goes, Why don't you? Uh, uh, I have a class. Why don't you come and speak? And here's a funny thing: I was afraid of public speaking back then. Oh man, okay. Right. right? Well, here's the thing: the one thing that really opened me up, public speaking wise, was when I got on college radio. That really opened me up a yeah. lot. Yeah. But there's still you know, the comfort of being behind a microphone, kind of like you and I are right now. Definitely. Right? Being in front of people and standing in front of people is not, you know, easy if you're not used to it. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know, what do I talk about? And he goes, oh, you can bring Dan because Dan was with me. Okay. 
And he goes, I just want you guys to talk about how it is going to one of the greatest film schools in America. Like, what the journey is. Like, how is it? Yeah. So we agreed. Now, Dan and I go back to the hotel. And I thought Dan was kidding. This is a key point to this. Okay. I, I thought Dan was kidding. Dan's like, dude, you are one of the luckiest people I've ever met in my life. Things just kind of fall in your lap. Yeah. And you don't actually deserve them. They just kind of <laughs> fall in your lap, right? Yeah. And just everything, it just kind of works out for me, right? But that's also after a lot of tragedy and a lot of things that don't work out yeah, for me. To- yeah, right? totally. Right? Yeah. So long story short, he jokingly said, dude, you're so magical we could probably find a way to meet Richard, Richard Linklater because Rick lives in Austin. <laughs> and then I'm like, ah, no, man, I could never meet Rick Linklater. I think he's a genius. I think he's amazing at what he does. But uh, that's like a pipe dream. That's like meeting Paul McCartney. I mean, you don't just meet unbelievable directors that happen to be hanging out in the city that you're currently in. Right, right. Right. So then he, Dan said, well, thank God, because you're just too damn lucky. If we meet Rick on this trip, I will never talk to you again. (laughs) I'm serious, dude. (laughs) So a couple hours go by. We're getting ready to come to class. And I'm self-conscious about, you know, I mean, I'm comfortable with who I am. But at that time, I had not spoken a lot in public in front of people. And just like you had told me that you used to wear glasses when you were first blind. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I know when I get nervous, my left arm hooks into my chest. Right. And so I thought I'm going to have like five or ten kids in class all staring at this weird-looking hand and arm. Right? Yeah. So we get to class, and it wasn't five or ten people. It was like 50. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. So... We got out there and we started talking. We just started talking. He goes, tell me about UCLA. What do you do? What is it like? What's your journey? Next thing I know, a one-hour class, uh, I was supposed to talk for an hour, turned into over two. Oh, man. Like, were were kids asking questions and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't stop asking questions. And I just kept answering them, right? Yeah. And and I just kept saying, look, I'm basically an idiot. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and I'm chasing my dream, so why can't you, right? Yeah. Basically, the same message that I have on this podcast yeah. is what I had back then, right? And this was spring of 94. Yeah. So 23 years ago. Right. And, so and, then, and by the way, that should be our tagline. I'm an idiot and chasing my dreams, and so can't you. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the greatest <laughs> things I ever said, and I'm, I'm only half I'm, – I'm joking, but – one of the greatest lines I've ever uttered is there's a fine line between stupidity and genius. And the only genius I've ever been instilled with is that I'm too stupid to give up on my dreams. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know? Yeah, totally. But, so two and a half hours later, the class wraps up and I'm shaking Professor Navis's hand and I'm like, thank you so much. Cause, dude. I gained so much confidence doing that. I was so afraid to do that. And it just 
opened me up to the point where right after that moment, I started seeking out, you know, part-time adjunct professor jobs. Yeah. And I started, I started teaching all over. Yeah. Just because I love doing it, right? So at the end of it, you're going to love this. At the end of it, Charlie comes over to us and he goes, Hamad, what are you doing tonight for dinner? I said, you know, Dan and I are just going to find a place and maybe go down to 6th Street in Austin or or go down to Congress Boulevard by UT and find a place. Right? Yeah. And he's and Charlie smiles and he goes, can I join you? And I said, of course, man. We I drove from L.A. to Texas to see you. Of course you can join me. So did he know you came down to thank him? Did did. Yeah, I told okay, him. That. Okay. That, yeah, yeah, that, I told him. That must have been I cool t- as a professor to have someone coming back and just being like, "Hey, you you affected me." Like that that's why people teach, you know? And so- Absolutely. And I'll tell you something, if I ever win or if we ever win an Oscar, there are two professors that I will not forget in my speech. Yeah. Of course, this will never happen. I'm just doing <laughs> But if it does, Charlie Nafis and Howard Suber at UCLA are the two people that gave me my dream, basically, mm, mm. right? So, 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 anyway, so, so he invites him, he invites himself to your dinner. No, well, he just said <laughs> no. Actually, he says, you know, would you like me to take you guys out? Okay, okay, right? And I said, of course, right? So then he goes, well, I hope you don't mind, but Richard Linklater was my student a year and a half before you were, and is it okay if I invite Rick? <laughs> Oh my god, dude! It was so cool. So was Dan? Hey, look, was Dan like, "That's I, it. I'm not talking to you." Okay, so check this out. Dan just gave me a look like you mf'er. This, <laughs> this cannot happen to you. This cannot happen to you, right? Yeah. And hey, for those of you who think I'm lying, call, if you know Rick, ask him. He yeah. knows me. Yeah. So I haven't talked to him in many years. We used to see each other a lot. Not a lot. We used to hang out like once a year Yeah. when I'd go to South by Southwest a lot. Okay. But I haven't been to South by in a handful of years. And, you know, now he's a five-time Academy nominated right, right. writer-director. Still an amazing guy. Just an incredible guy. Yeah. So we had dinner at a uh, spaghetti restaurant in the middle of Boston. Nice. Right. And two, three-hour dinner, we connected. I liked him. He, you know, he got along with me. And in the early years, he used to say, dude, you know, let's do a movie together, raise some money, and, and let's do a film. And, you know, I'll never forget this. And I don't know if it ever got made, but I said, Rick, you know, I loved Days and Confused. I loved, you know, Slacker, because those were the two films that he had out at the time that I met him. Yeah. Right? Slacker, Days and Confused. And I said, what are you working on? And I remember him telling me that he had a script about two carpenters that drive around Texas looking for work and philosophize about life. Huh. I, just remember, I don't remember the script. I, I have it somewhere that, that he gave me 20 years ago. Yeah. But um, anyway, the funny thing is, a year later, I was visiting Austin again because I kept in touch with Charlie and he's still a dear friend of mine. And an amazing guy. Yeah. But a year later, I was in Austin around my birthday. Not on my birthday, but around my birthday. Yeah. Chale invited me to stay with him at his home. And he, he while I was there, he's like, hey, dude, 
I invited Rick and Lee Daniel, his cinematographer, yeah, to come over because we're going to have a little birthday party for you. And so I can actually say Lee Daniel, the cinematographer for, for Richard, and Richard Linklater both attended my little birthday party Man, that's in, crazy. I, I think, 1995. Man. Isn't that cool? It is. <laughs> and so, like... I can't even tell you how long it's been since I've talked to him. It's, it's at least five or six years. Yeah. But I remember every time I see him, he, he's pretty big time now. So when people are starting to approach him, other people trying to protect him. I was going to say, he's probably got like a buffer now. Like you need, you need, well, you need to get through the, the wall of people before you can even reach him. Well, he has a buffer, but I mean... I mean, let's be honest. I'm a little disabled Pakistani guy. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I will. Uh, I'll be. I'll be in Austin at a party, and I'll be like Rick, and he'll turn around and, and he'll recognize me right away. Totally. Right? Yeah. But so I haven't seen him in a while, but he's a amazing guy. So here's the funny thing. On the way back, you know, Dan started not talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, come on. We're in our 20s. We both go to UCLA film school. You just had dinner with Richard Linklater. You just met all these people that I introduced you to. Right, right. Let's just have fun. Yeah, right? no, totally. Right? And so driving back from Texas, I said, Dan, dude, I can't drive anymore, man. I'm tired. And I said, you get in. I'll shift, right? I'll, I'll tell you how to put the your clutch down. I'll teach you how to shift. So I got him into fifth gear, right, on the freeway. And yeah. I said, look, at least give me like a two-hour nap. Just drive straight. And, you know, I'm not even exaggerating. I'm dead asleep. All of a sudden, I hear a scream. The scream is Dan screaming. Oh, man. <laughs> I wake up. There's a car right in front of us that we're about to smash into. So Dan swerves. He swerves us into a ditch. Oh, man. Like a huge ditch. Yeah. And it was muddy. And so my maroon Nissan 240SX drives into this ditch in the middle of Texas somewhere. Right? Yeah. And, and you know, we actually had to um, – so a couple people pulled over to help us, like, you know, get it out of the ditch because yeah. the mud tires were spinning. Yeah. And it took us about an hour, and I got a little love dent in my car. Not a big one. Not a big one, but a little one. And it, it, it screwed up the transmission a little bit. Oh, but man. It was, but it was still drivable, right? Yeah. So we got back in, and we, uh, and we drove back. Kind of crazy, isn't it? Man, oh, man, that's crazy. But, you know, looking back, uh, when I tell people that story, the story is how I met Richard Linklater. Right. But really, it's so much more. It's going back to thank somebody that meant a lot to me. Totally. Right? Yeah. And it's also like, if you just, I believe, if you just love who you are, and if you don't change who you are, if you like who you are, just be yourself. Because me being myself and Dan being himself are the reasons that we got invited to dinner with Richard Linklater. Totally. You know, if we try to, I don't know, I can't emphasize that enough. People are always trying to be somebody else because they think it's going to help them. But 
you know, you can only be who you are, basically. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. There's another super poignant, really crazy, funny thing that happened on that trip, but I think it should be its own podcast. Okay, okay. It's completely different than, than it's on the same trip, but it's a completely different detour okay. from, from the story, which is interesting I use that word because Detour Films is actually the name of Richard Linklater's company. <laughs> no, that's cool. That's very cool. No, it's good. So I just wanted to share that. So if people are um, out there thinking, you know, uh, you know, I think it's crazy to drive three states across the country or four or five, however many states it is. Yeah. Just to thank somebody you haven't talked to in eight years. Well, so what? If I wouldn't be, been able to find him, the, the journey would have been the same. Right. The outcome would have been different, but right. the journey would have been the same. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And life is always about the journey, is it not? No, totally. And it's funny. I think Gary Vaynerchuk, and th- you know, this is you. You did this way before uh, th- he wrote this book, but he wrote this book called "The Thank You Economy," and it's 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 sort of a business book. But he like the book is all about you know if you if you're a business, you should be thanking your consumers and doing things for your customers like they're not these you know just they're not just numbers like they're actual people that are like buying your product or attending or whatever it is right yeah and so, totally and so you 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 went to that teacher and thanked him and and really all because of that is how what everything transpired from there on yeah you and know? it's kind of amazing because i also credit speaking at austin community college way back then in charlie's class yeah I credit that moment to every professor gig I've ever had totally. ever since. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah, so literally just from reaching out and thanking someone for something they've done, that, that's what set a lot of that into motion. Yeah, absolutely. And just in case anyone wonders, and probably nobody does, I, <laughs> I, ta- I taught at UCLA Film School in their summer program from 95 to 97. Mm. I taught grad school at Chapman University in 98 and 99. Uh, I think I've talked before that I taught one semester in Nashville at the Watkins School of Film. Yeah. I taught a few weekend courses at Avila College or Avila University in Kansas. Mm. And I've lectured a bunch of places. I've lectured everywhere from Vanderbilt to, you know, San Diego State, UCLA, University of Kansas, University of Kansas City, University of Missouri, Kansas City, a bunch of places. So all of that stemmed from, you know, going back to find yeah. Charlie. No, definitely, definitely. That's awesome. Is there anything else, you, anything else you want to cover or is that, are we wrapping things up? No, we'll wrap up the Rick one except for the fact that uh, I think everyone should go see his movie, definitely. Last Flag Flying, that's just coming out, uh, I think, this weekend or very soon. But awesome. Last Flag Flying, Richard Linklater, definitely see it. Check it out, and you can uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Check out 59 Seconds of Cloud9, limping on cloud9.com. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere you know, we can be found. So check all that out, and don't forget to check out toysaccessible.com. And if you want to reach us, info at limpingoncloud9.com. That is info at limpingoncloud9.com. And everyone, thank you for listening and downloading. We'll talk to you next episode. See ya.